0: Welcome to another edition of RSF Radio. I'm your host, Joe Monday, and this is the podcast where we talk about what's been going on in the world of the FGC, or the Street Fighter, all that shit. Maybe not Street Fighter so much anymore. Maybe Street Fighter seems to want to take a back seat to some, you know, maybe some more culturally appropriate things, uh, as it were. Very special guest. She's been on the show before. Glad to have her back again. Amanda Stevens, how you doing?
1: What up? It's been a minute, you know. Uh, yeah, it's a couple of years ago. so it's almost, I feel like it's at least been a year, maybe. See, two. You know,
0: you say a year ago, but <laughs> really, like in in this in twenty twenty,
1: it feels like that... a decade ago. Like if you asked yeah. me what I did like two weeks ago, I could not tell you. Actually,
0: I actually am gonna ask you what you did two weeks ago. So there's that. Uh, <laughs>
1: but no. Yeah, there's a there's a funny story that happened recently. <laughs> what up? Funny, funny
0: ha-ha for not funny, ooh. Yeah, kind of, yeah. But regardless, though, uh, but when I have guests on, everybody knows of the drill. Got to, whatever you have to pitch, whatever you have going on right now, wherever you want to send people, uh, let the people know where they can find you or whatever you're working on. Get that right out of the way, right up front so people can't
1: skip it. So what's good? What do you got going on? Nothing. I mean, the, it's actually it's really liar. No, 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 like fucking liar. <laughs> no, it, it, in all honesty, like we haven't done an episode of the neutral in, like almost. Oh, we're we're going on like more than a month. I think the last episode was Justin Wong, and that was like mid May. Yeah, because it was Justin Wong after Alex Myers. So yeah, we haven't done a show since like mid May. Um, mute your mic has been on hiatus. We literally just recorded our first episode in like a month and a half uh today uh thursday june 18th so hopefully that'll go up friday saturday um you know i don't know i'm gonna be honest i don't know when uh the neutrals coming back because it requires me like booking people way in advance so i can you know keep a schedule going uh so like honestly as far as like my personal projects go there just isn't a whole lot going on because i've been so busy with all these other things that i've been doing
0: Mm -hmm. with like actual work and real stuff that you have going on.
1: Yeah, stuff that pays my bills. Granted, I love all of my patrons, but like my patrons and I have like a pretty real understanding that like you're supporting me through my Patreon, not really my content. And my content comes from me being able to eat and pay my rent, which is why you support my Patreon. But it's not a one, it's not like a one-to-one ratio. And I think my patrons have understood that for years now, that supporting the Patreon doesn't guarantee you content. It just means that i exist and therefore content can happen
0: i feel like specifically in the fgc that kind of happens a lot uh yeah mostly because like a lot of the stuff what is valuable to have doesn't necessarily pull a lot maybe the most the fgc is like very small still like in yeah. terms of the oh, grand uh, scope. this of is things.
1: i love i love the fgc y'all make me really mad sometimes but like yeah. uh, uh in all honesty like i it as much as I miss doing my own content, I'm pretty happy with a lot of the stuff that I'm doing yeah. right now. And so the fact that my own content has fallen to the wayside while unfortunate, I think a lot of the stuff that I've been doing in its place is more meaningful to the world Yeah, in yeah. making it a better place. And so, you know, and that's kind of always what I've wanted to do as a content creator. Uh, you know, I was inspired mostly by uh, Spider Jerusalem from the comic trans Metropolitan. So, like, I've always wanted to do work that inspired people and, like, made the world better. And so, uh, I'm doing that right now. And so, and like speaking... I said, do, do I miss my content? Oh, I, I I miss just shooting this shit with people in the FGC. Like, it's I, I loved that me and Justin Wong talked about egg sandwiches for 20 minutes in an, on an episode of The Neutral. Right? <laughs> like, that shit's great. But, like... But, like, I think the other stuff I've been doing is pretty dope, too.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. And speaking of which, uh, so we're kind of catching the tail end of an event that you just threw. I had St. Cola on last week talking about before it had begun. And I wanted to catch you at the end of it to really you know, nail home what exactly happened. But you just threw Transitional Combat, uh, mm-hmm. which raised over $10,000. $10,000
1: two hundred and seventy dollars and like twenty one cents or something like that.
0: That's crazy. And like all over a weekend, which is like
1: Yeah, I mean like we raised some money before the event, but I think we going into the I wanna be real that I think going into the Friday of the event, uh, which was the the East Coast tournament, Mm -hmm. I think we were maybe at four thousand. Thirty like roughly in and around thirty six hundred is where we were Going into the Friday of the event, uh, we raised roughly $7,000 over the course of two days.
0: That's fucking great. Give or take.
1: Yeah.
0: Dude, fuck yeah. So, like, <laughs> that's fucking rad. Uh, yeah. But I specifically want to ask you, like, so why, why Trans Lifeline? Why this event? Why this time? What does this... What did this mean to you? And also, sub-question, did you expect the community to step up 10k uh
1: so i'll give like the full lore uh so i had only heard about trans trans lifeline uh i want to say like three four years ago a friend of mine after trump had gotten elected there was all these different i was talking about you know worry mm. worry about like getting my name change taken care of and like all like what what like are the worst case scenario policy oh, yeah. changes that could happen that could affect me uh and somebody had shared with me a link uh because trans lifeline does um what's it called uh they do a micro grant program where trans individuals can apply to have the co- cost of their document change upgrade updates completely covered by trans lifeline oh so i applied for this and it they take a very limited number of people like once they raise enough money internally uh through donations and whatnot that's like when they open up the queue uh this and th- their old system was real bad they just took applicants all the time and then hopefully they could find the money for them. They fixed that. Uh, but I hadn't heard of, uh, that was the only time I'd heard of them. And I, it was like when people were sending me a bunch of different crowdfunded things to help trans people. Mm -hmm. So I was like, all right, cool. This is another one to fill out, but I haven't heard from like the other four I filled out. So like shrug, if I get it, I get it. Cool. Um, eventually I did hear back from them. Uh, and then I, uh, two and a half years ago, almost took my life one night, um, and I knew about the Trans Lifeline. They have a peer support hotline. It's not a crisis line. It's not a suicide hotline. Uh, it's just a peer support line, and I called, and it helped me a lot. Um, it's one of the reasons why I have my Go Beyond Plus Ultra tattoo, because it's also my semicolon tattoo, um, and so... When I eventually heard that they were going to be able to cover my name change, uh, you know that basically changed a lot of my life. Uh, right, I'm still here and yeah. I'm doing cool stuff, and it's mostly because of being able to call Trans Lifeline that night. Um, so I have had the pleasure of working with them twice in the last year. I spoke I spoke at a chair at a benefit that they were holding in New York City where, you know, I talked about my experience working with them and, you know, what it was like getting my microgrant and why it was so important that the microgrant program existed. Mm-hmm. And then at PAX East this year, they asked me to this was their first year at a at a convention and they wanted somebody who was endemic to gaming and had experience working in that space, um, helping them with their booth. And so I got to, you know, be out there and talk to people and you know help us raise some money. We raised a pretty good amount. That weekend, So that was pretty great. Um, and then I want to say, I think Twitter told me recently, because I like had to look it up in preparation for this. I, I mused on Twitter on May 26th. Hey, with everything that was starting to come out in the world, I was like, you know what? I, I like, how hard would it be for me to run uh, a fighting game tournament to raise money for Trans Lifeline? And I was blown away <laughs> that that tweet, had a ton of response to it mm-hmm. i had different tos reaching out uh not not some of the bigger ones but you know i had different tos reaching out i had you know St. cola and all these other commentators saying hey i'll commentate for free uh arturo ts Saban basically was like yo i'll run your stream surmi from maturino immediately was like yo maturino's got you like we'll make you a maturino partner and all of this stuff and so like what was just like kind of like uh oh it'd be kind of cool if i did this thing like i had a lot of real world weight behind it in a very short amount of time mm-hmm. um and my original plan was for transitional combat to be this weekend this upcoming weekend uh the 20th the 19th and the 20th um because i wanted time to do it perfectly right you know nail as many sponsors as possible name nail a really good commentary team get Ricky involved, get Sonic Fox involved, get a lot of trans, big-name trans people in the fighting game community involved so that it just would be this super big, you know, as big as we can get it event, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so the first weekend we're talking about everything, Arturo's like, yo, I can't do that weekend. I've got other events I'm helping with. And so what I thought I had you know, two weeks to plan and a week to promote. Uh, art was like, we can either do the first week of June, which is impossible. Right. You can't, we're on the 27th. (laughs) There's no way we're doing the first weekend of June. Mm -hmm. So now we have to do it the second weekend of June, which for those of you who have never ran an event, it's very different than say like what you were able to achieve with your black lives matter tournament. Like you don't have to do extra promotion. People know that the online local is a thing.
0: Right. Right. right? It's, so people it's are going to tune this, in regardless. Yeah. yeah it's right? this you thing just made
1: already the thing that You made the added benefit of it was a Black Lives Matter charity. Right. Imagine somebody who has never run a fighting game tournament before. People kind of know that I exist in the FTC. Trying to build hype for a tournament without being a TO, an orc, uh, a big fighting game personality, right? Like... some people thought people were like oh well how come you didn't you know do this or do that it's like i had four days to figure out everything for my tournament so that we had the maximum amount of time to promote it
0: right yeah right it's like fucking like it's a tournament from out of nowhere like where does this come from who like is this trustworthy? Like, who it who is involved here? Like, getting all of that shit nailed down is super important super early. So it, like, has, I don't want to use the word clout, but, like, has a little bit of, like, you got some ass to swing, you know?
1: Yeah, and so that was a thing that I had to be very clear about. So, like, for example, I got kind of called out on Twitter to somebody said, you know, because I the first thing I led with, because we didn't have our promotional video yet, mm-hmm. was I led with, oh, hey, we ha- here's our commentary team. And we had those sick, Street Fighter V inspired stat cards. I thought yeah. they were really dope. All of my commentators are using them as their profile picture, so I assume they're dope. Um But that was our first that was like our first thing and some people were like, well how come there's no trans commentators? You know, this seems really easy for you to just reach out and try to find trans commentators. And what people don't realize is that like I was working with major brands and I can't tell a brand, oh I don't know my commentators yet. <laughs> I just have a date and a stream.
0: (laughs) That doesn't work. That's not how any of that
1: works. And like, (laughs) sure, I could have done it super FGC grassroots, right? Where like, I don't have sponsors. I don't have giveaways. Then why do you tune in? Right? Like, Then you're just really hoping that our Saban stream and the goodwill of the FGC carries the event.
0: Which, like historically speaking, the goodwill of the FGC does not go very far. It's yeah, not, so
1: you can understand why I thought the best way to go about it was to work with brands, right. right? And so I went with a commentary team of people who I've worked with before, with the exception of Tom, mm-hmm. uh, Thomas Winkley. But I've heard him on our I've heard him on your streams, and he eh, seems like he okay. does a good job.
0: He's okay, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, but like, no, the I, thing fucking, is like I, went, I fucking love Tom. My, I
0: know he listens to this show. Great.
1: My <laughs> biggest fear, to be completely honest, was I was really worried that I would pick up a, I'd pick, you know, a commentator or something that I've never worked with before, and we get to the day of the event, and where are they?
0: Right. That is also like another thing that the FGC is very good at doing is flaking when the time comes to do a thing.
1: Like, I love Ricky. She said before the event, when we were still in the planning phase of the event, that she could do it. And then I never heard from her again.
0: It happens to people. And,
1: like, I'm, and I'm not saying this to blow up Ricky's spot. I love Ricky. She does a lot of great shit. I really love the, doc, the mini doc that she did with EG for Pride this month. She's mm-hmm. she's a great person. I love talking to her. I've loved interviewing and working with her in the past. But like that's somebody I actually know flaking on me. Right. right? Now like why would I put myself in a situation where like my commentator, and of course like the backup thing is like, oh well you just pull in commentators you know, but like that doesn't always work. You can't just throw throw two people on the mic and hope for the best. Right. Right? So like, yeah. I, I made the decisions I made, and you know what? I got dragged for it, I didn't appreciate it because like I built the event in four days. Like, I'm gonna be real, like I, I didn't particularly appreciate people dragging me for not having trans commentators. Because like, I, I built an event, and my my thing is, like if you don't like the thing someone's doing, you just do it better. That person didn't do a trans charity event, nobody else did. Yeah. Did anybody else raise 10k for Trans Lifeline this month? that's
0: uh, yeah that goes back to the old joke of like dude saying like what the fuck have you done in the fgc having never done anything in the fgc <laughs> like
1: but you know what i mean like my, my like i i didn't want it i i told you at the start of the show and while we we're off off the mic right that wasn't gonna be spicy but like thinking about this makes me want to be spicy ooh, and it's like let's what, fan
0: those flames let's go what i did, like, like a spicy what, amanda stevens i love it
1: I love what did it. you do <laughs> and that's that's like how i felt that night when i saw when i found out that this person was dragging me was i was like because i gave them a very good reason like i like Sermi had told me that these tweets were happening and i said look you know one hi i'm a black trans woman who's endemic to the ftc i'm involved in this project so there is some like it's not like a bunch of cis people doing this event two i literally put this event together in four days and I was right. really worried about having people flake on me. So I worked with a crew that I've worked with before for the least problems to happen, which I think is a very, re- and I was like, I thought that was a very reasonable response. And she's like, well, as a trans woman, I just feel like it's a valid question to ask. And I'm like, but I gave you an answer. You, could, you didn't have to come back at me with heat. You asked a question, I gave you what I thought was a very respectful question, answer, and you came back at me with heat. So... It's the
0: doubling down of the heat that you're not cool with. Because, like, like, valid question. Valid question.
1: Yeah, also, sure. there's valid But then on top to it. of it, but on top of that, you know what you could have said if you didn't like the answer? You could be like, I'm gonna run my own trans tur- tournament, and, like, I'm gonna have complete trans staff, top-to-bottom trans commentators. Yeah. And, like, if your shit ran, like, ran as well as my ended up did, good for you. You did it, boo-boo. But, like, you didn't do shit. So... <laughs>
0: I'm going to run Fuck my own trans <laughs> I'm going to run my own trans tournament with blackjack and hookers let's go but you know
1: what, but you know what I mean like I hate yeah. when, I hate that the FTC does this no, a lot of being like you're not doing weird. this and it's like well okay then you do it you take the time to talk to 10 esports brands convince them all to give a large amount of money worth of product right yeah. like the entire cloud nine bundle isn't cheap right that's two right. t-shirts their sticker their pen and their socks and their face mask. I think that's roughly like $100 worth of stuff. The EG bundle's $100 worth of stuff. We had a $120 Astro headset for free. We had $100 from ESL for their merch store. We had a kind of fit, kind of fat hoodie, which I think like long sleeve, which I think is like $35. We had Dynamic Focuses, really fucking sick Anarok and their really dope face mask as one of our bundles. Uh, other, like we had a whole bunch of shit and like I made that shit happen. Literally there was only one giveaway bundle that happened the day before the event. Everything was confirmed a week before the event,
0: which is important to so, lock down if you, spe- if you specifically also want to advertise for that event. Like, but
1: like, but like, yeah. what? It, but like, that's the thing though. Like, people don't understand that. Like, sure, you could just run an event, but like, if you think about all the people in the FTC that did charity shit, it's not people that never did anything before. Right. Right. right? It you is raise most money, of, yeah. and you run an event every week. Punk doesn't never stream and just turned on his stream one day. Even yeah. the Resist the Iron Fist, right? They they regularly stream Tekken events. It's not like this was like a new thing for them.
0: Yeah, Jeff and regularly sure, streams. He raised a bunch of money. Like it's. And so while
1: you can yeah. say like, oh, you worked with like people who did shit, yeah, but they, you can ask them. They weren't that involved in like the process. They just made sure that I do what to do, right? right? Art Art ran the stream. Art didn't find sponsors. Art didn't find commentators, right? Bunch did a great job running the pools, but like that was his only job. Right. Right. At the end of the day, I made the date. I got the graphics put together. I got the the promo videos done, right? Who's ever done a video explaining how to use Macherino before?
0: Uh, th- honestly,
1: And that match video was was fucking fire. You can't
0: even lie. Something that I, in retrospect, was like, ah, shit. Like that's that's good. Making video. Here's a little pro tip for anyone who's running anything, is that you make a, a quick little video that shows people exactly what to do. Uh, because whatever you know rules or whatever you've laid out for them to read or like here's how you use this but please read it they're not gonna read it you watch the like short little video then they understand or at least have a much is, better like, idea of what to
1: do the reason the video happened like I got a lot of credit and I thank you FG monkey business and jet set for one making the video and two doing the voiceover was that I know that a lot of the people who follow me aren't FGC right, right. both on Facebook like most of my Facebook is very not esports with the exception of like real esports and FTC people who I'm actually friends with. A lot of my Facebook is like my friends I've made through magic and just like existing as a human being. So like I was like, well, I want them to know how to use Maturino. What's the best way to get them to use Machirino? Well, what about like a, a two minute video that explains how that weird ass fucking website works.
0: It is cuz it is weird. It's a weird website. I'm going to be honest, the first time I started using it, I was like this is a this is a scam. I'm being scammed. I mean it turns out that like they're, they're pretty good people and like the people who that I've personally worked with actually give a fuck about the community in general. So a great dude. Again, shout outs to Sermy. I feel like I always give him shout outs, but like dude so like, <laughs> dude deserves it. He's fucking like, awesome.
1: Like let's let's look at everything that went into my event right let's, like 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 let's let's super pat my and my team's back for a moment right let's actually <laughs> just like stroke our stroke our nuts a bit
0: okay one, Amanda
1: <laughs> one pretty we had a pretty dope announcement for our commentators right like they yeah. had these really cool stat cards they're in the trans colors they've got you know you've got uh what was it uh bring like I'm looking at saints right now because I thought that was the funniest one
0: his is pretty good
1: Hey, it's was pretty good. good. It's like bring heat to the mic. This is occupation, <laughs> right? Like his was his was pretty good. Um, yeah, want you know, to have fun with Tom, it. Yeah. Tom was destroyer of pizza was his tagline, right? That, like they were pretty. Which good. tracks?
0: Which track? I mean, he's pizza is good is like his whole thing. Uh, yeah, so and then, tracks. And
1: then after that, <laughs> what what came right after that? Our announcement video, which you cannot say wasn't fucking hype.
0: It was pretty good. It's pretty good. St. Cola kill.
1: killing it on the on the mic. Uh, my friend Doctor Puppet, who I've known through League of Legends and just in life for like the last shit. I think he's one of my like OG esports friends. Like I think going back like five six years. Um, finally get to work on a project together, and I think he fucking killed our announcement video. Had all the information. My dude made that shit in a day. My dude Quick made work. that video yeah. in like eight hours.
0: Quick work is like someone that does quick work that is like good is like a super highly valuable person. Like to be clear, like that shit is, uh, I cannot express how valuable that is.
1: Heels for meals made the, 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 the poison banner that we use for like all of our announcement stuff. She made that in like a couple hours. Shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I I think that banner looked pretty sick, right? I think that was a pretty cool banner, you know, that we use for all the giveaway information and all that all Absolutely. that nonsense. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. The Maturino page. I mean, I I, I what, can't take too much credit for that. I just copy-pasted a lot of stuff.
0: To <laughs> <laughs> be honest, though, like, there was a lot of information on that Maturino page. Like, way more than I've ever put into any Maturino. Where I'm like, Well, because
1: we, bang, we knew, knew that people <laughs> didn't know what Trans Lifeline is, so we wanted to explain yeah. that. Um, fair, fair. Uh, the graphic that Canestra made of, of Poison for our Trans Right t-shirt, right, like... Look, look at like the average FGC event that's not a premier event in their content, and then look at what we did.
0: Yeah. Not for real. Like, it was... Honestly, no, no, whenever I first no, no looked smoke, at that...
1: No, no smoke at Reddit at r slash Street Fighter... No, but like totally there's not a whole lot that goes on to the to the promotion of the online local.
0: I was going to actually bring that up. Like, look, at the match arena that we used for <laughs> for Black Lives Matter, which was like literally just like one sentence of me being like, I don't know, we're running a charity. That was like literally it versus what you had when I was like, ah, shit, there's a lot. There's a lot more here that could have been done that But like even
1: I with your weekly do. event. Like let's let's be real. Like let's look at a non-premiere event. So we're not talking about East Coast throwdown. Sure. We're not talking about combo breaker. We're not talking about CEO. Like, let's compare it to something like what you do, which I think is at the same scale, right? Every week you do the online local. Like your graphics for the actual stream look great. And you know you're you were way better at like clipping shit for Twitch. I mean Art did a better job than I did because I didn't clip shit. But like the average FGC event does not have announcement videos. No, does not, not tell you how to use Macherino, does not have did not does not give their commentators their own graphics, right? Does mm-hmm. not make a t-shirt, right? Right. Like when even, people were so, giving even. People...
0: The CPT doesn't tell you how to even use Smash GG. Check that out. <laughs> like But so like to some smoke, let's look at the online CPT and show how much that that shows how people to like. So like do while
1: while like it's probably not great to um to like be this sort of stroking of, of like our ego, like at the end of the day, we did a lot of stuff for the event in a very short amount of time. Right. And I had I had I, I had team owners from it within the FTC. Uh, I had people who a bit who are way more FTC than me. I had a lot of people tell me that my shit looked better than most people's events.
0: Hundred no, percent. So I
1: like, so like anybody that wants to say like oh well blah 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 or blah 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 like do better, come at yep. me. Legit <laughs> challenge thrown. Run it run in the same time frame. Build a team in four days. And then do literally try to out check mark me on what you do for your event. And if you can match me, then bet I'll give you your propers. But until then, I don't want to hear shit from nobody.
0: Here's the thing that I love about that challenge is that even if they win and outdo you, they've still raised a lot of money for Trans Lifeline, which is also like double bonus. So like, right? so even I'm if you okay. lose, you win. Get fucked, motherfucker. Let's go.
1: But, but yeah, bet. Do do what I did. Like, I'm always down to be shown that like someone could have done it better. But if you can do it better in the same time frame, like word for word. So your team is made in four days and you've got a video announcing your event. You've got... You can't just be like, oh, well, here's one graphic announcing my event. No, you gotta go blow for blow. Like, do it better. Make a fucking mini doc about your event. But like, I don't wanna I don't wanna hear it. And like I know that this might be taken away from like the bet. Like nobody wants to hear somebody talk about a charity event about like how great they are. But like, look, I spent a lot of time acting like I don't do shit.
0: But it's also for something that you <laughs> give a whole lot of fucks about. Like this is a good charitable resource that helps a lot of people like get through life in general. Like you brought up earlier that it's not a suicide hotline, right? Which is like,
1: but it saved my life.
0: Exactly. It's not, it's which like a suicide hotline can lead to like a lot of like different separate issues and also probably not trained to manage someone that, Uh, is going through the kind of stress that a transgender person might be going through.
1: Example, folks, the reason why Trans Lifeline isn't a suicide hotline is because maybe you don't understand this. So suicide hotlines have to do what's called a wellness check. So if I call Joe as 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 somebody on the National Suicide Hotline and I say anything to the effect of, I want to kill myself, Joe has to take the information that he has from my phone number and call my local police department to have them come to my residence to do a wellness check. Because maybe y'all don't fucking realize this, there's no such thing as 24 seven social workers in the United States. There's Mm -hmm. no such thing as 24 social workers at hospitals. So the only people that do a wellness check are police. And let's assume, let's, let's just remember, that we're currently, the country is on fire over the way police treat people. How do you think police treat trans people? Do you think that a trans person is going to call a suicide hotline knowing that cops are gonna come to their house? No, that's why a lot of trans people don't use suicide hotlines, is because they don't want police involved. So you know what they do? They just don't call anybody. That's why that's one of the reasons why trans people have a disproportionate suicide rate is because the way that the system is designed isn't designed to help trans people in a humane and meaningful fashion. So everybody who's like, well, oh, they're not a real suicide hotline. You're damn straight. They aren't because otherwise people wouldn't feel comfortable using it. Right. Right. And because they're not a suicide hotline, they can't get funding at the federal or state level because If you're not a peer support, if you're a peer support hotline that deals any way with any sort of emotional crisis, you have to do a wellness check in order to get government funding. So, like, the whole reason I did this tournament is because I know that they need help with funding. Because pride isn't a physical thing this year, right? There's no pride parade, there's no go to your bar, there's no cookout, right? And that's where small orgs like Trans Lifeline rely a lot on their funding Mm -hmm. groups like the trevor project or the human rights campaign they're gonna get funding year-round because they're visible and people like them but something like trans lifeline or like your local pride center they're gonna hurt this year they're gonna have to cut back on initiatives yeah so like
0: entirely true especially when something like a suicide hotline calls the police that person might be transphobic coming at you and like that's not a situation that that anyone would be comfortable even you would even think emts might be trained like no like not even the case there are there are cases where trans people have died on on ambulance rides because of failure of treatment uh I'm not saying that that will happen or is going to happen. I'm just saying that like that threat is very real to trans people and is why doing something like this is so valuable when something like Trans Lifeline cannot get any kind of federal funding or any kind of like major funding from a Pride or Pride Month for example. Yeah.
1: So like that's that's why I did this event. That's why it matters a lot to me. And I'll be real with y'all. I mean, like some of you might've seen the, the match f- at the very beginning. Um, my original goal was like a thousand dollars and like to his credit, art was like, you're an idiot. It's going to raise way more than that. And I was <laughs> like, yo, do you know how, how the FTC treats trans people sometimes? I don't, I don't know about that.
0: Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it ain't all about that shit. Uh...
1: Do you know how hard it was for me to get the FTC to pay me $250 to release four interviews? Oh, uh, about that i think a thousand dollars is a is a realistic <laughs> at least decent number and like art was right i was wrong but like
0: this also comes at, this also comes at a time where people are heated not really going to a lot of events maybe there are some people who have the ability and luxury of being able to save a lot of money right now mm-hmm. uh because they're not going out and are able to work from home so like there's there's some mixes there to make a perfect storm let's say of uh goodwill towards uh the fellow human beings let's put it that way
1: yeah Uh, so uh you know it's it was i'm gonna be real like i I appreciate everybody that donated the fgc maybe it's not as shitty as i've always thought it can be can is the key word i didn't say you are i said you can be
0: (laughs) i mean that's absolutely i read
1: my facebook i read my uh youtube comments
0: yeah it, it still <laughs> happens listen like,
1: uh so like don't go that, on
0: kappa super, just don't just don't do it
1: great. um and then i think you saw my announcement uh this is not the last transitional combat uh Yo. we got some more coming at you sick so you want to ask me the prompting question so i can talk more about it so you actually are a part of this podcast
0: uh sure. So Amanda, could you please tell us about what's coming up then? What do you got coming down the line? Do you have any dates set
1: yet? So we don't have a date set for Transitional Combat 2, which is a Skullgirls tournament that's going to be July. Um Sick. We are launching tomorrow, hopefully, Friday, I think, uh awesome. the Transitional Combat Discord server, which sir obviously one the discord server needs to exist so that we can run the tournaments <laughs> um uh, i do not particularly like we were using my project discord which i have a discord to run all of my one shot project ideas uh through that server and i kind of want that server to stay for that and not just have a bunch of fgc people chilling in it
0: that's fair. um i understand
1: and that. It's, it's not it, it's not like i think y'all are rowdy or anything it's just that like my project discord i don't like having to have like multiple fucking channels just to get work done yeah Um, and so, you know, I made the discord for that and then I thought about it and, you know, one of the things I think we've been talking a lot in the FTC and then in the world in general, is like, how do we be better? Right. I don't
0: know. I don't know, man. (laughs) I've been asking that question for years, Amanda. I don't know the answer to it. I seriously don't.
1: So the thought that came to mind is like, how do you make a better fighting game community? Right. How do you have less people tell you the story i have never entered an event because i just didn't feel comfortable how i didn't enter an event because you know gamers can be transphobic i didn't enter an event because gamers can be homophobic like how do you fix that right right um and so i i thought a lot about it after transitional combat and being blown away by the 10k that we raised and i said why don't i make an empowerment discord so what does that mean so the part of the incentive of the of the transitional combat discord is we are going to be doing a bunch of different empowerment projects. So for example, one of the things that we're going to be doing is having TOs run bracket 101. And so this will be a way for people to come into the server uh, who have always wanted to be involved in bracket running, but never knew where to start. Hmm. Uh, so they'll be able to come in and you know, listen to somebody like Bunch, or you know, maybe we get Ch- we get uh, Chelsea involved, or maybe we get the Icy Glacier involved, right? And you get to hear from someone who knows a lot about bracket running, right? And so now it's not this mysterious, mysterious thing, and especially because there's no locals anymore, you can't just go to your local and just like hover over the bracket person, right? You, you there's not that experience anymore. You have to put yourself out there for uh an event and how do you do that right? right like are you maybe you're a little if you're already intimidated and you already don't feel included in the space you're not going to reach out to joe monday to to help run the the online local bracket and that's not to say you're a bad person but like if you're already intimidated and you already don't feel included you're not going to put yourself out there
0: i'm very intimidating i'm a menace i'm a big meanie boy <laughs> Who's very intimidated <laughs> and everybody knows it.
1: Yeah, but and that, but like that's the thing I've always thought about. Is like, yeah, what, no, you're right. You're what right. do you do when you're intimidated and you don't know that there are people that would help you, right? Or let's say you want to learn a game, but you don't know where to begin. And sure, don't get me wrong. I know that exists a myriad of better Discord servers than mine, right? For Tekken, for Skullgirls. Uh, There's the LGBTQ Fighters Discord that's amazing. And I'm not trying to take away from anything that these other amazing projects are doing. I'm just tackling it in a different angle. I'm making it less about the play experience and more about empowering people to be involved in the FTC, to get into broadcasts, to get into commentary, to get into bracket running, to get into logistics, right? Uh, maybe you want to become a better designer where well, we have Shen who's in the Discord now who, you know, I'm working with him about how do we, you know, run uh, a design workshop, right? These are things that you're not always going to get out of some of these other servers and that's not a good or bad thing, right? That's just a, a fact, right? I, I'm not going to go to the Ken main server and someone's going to teach me how to be a better graphic designer,
0: right I, I honestly I don't know if you meant to like bring Ken's face into this and how fucked up it is well, in Street Fighter I 5 I don't know if you intentionally did that or I if that was phone just phone like
1: he had to blow <laughs> it up <laughs>
0: I don't know if that was intentional or not. I'm just saying I found that very funny because you're super not. <laughs> you're super. Unless you want to know how to draw banana hair, then maybe that's the server you go to. Uh, but, but you know uh, what
1: I mean. I think <laughs> I think the cool idea that I have for the transitional combat no, server it's an is thing. is a way to get people. Because how do you make a space better? You just you just fill it with good people, right? Yeah,
0: yeah that's true. And
1: like that doesn't necessarily work. Like, realistically, like, for example, you know, the few bad apples where we just keep putting good apples into the bowl, it won't matter. I know that that's not how things actually work, but I do think there is some reality into a situation like the FTC. Well, like, how do we make the FTC better? Well, if we just, if we fill it with vocally positive people, then that vocal minority doesn't matter as much because you will also hear the vocal majority. And the problem with a statement like the vocal minority is that it is vocal. It is louder than the majority. Right? That's why it's called that. It's not called the vocal minority because they they they, they talk, right? Everybody talks. The reason they're called the vocal minority is that there tends to be this phenomenon where the naysayers are louder than the other people in the group. Right? This is right. those people who say, you know, Street Fighter Five is ass, but they haven't played the game since beta
0: right yeah and there's also the element of sometimes the vocal minority are also the people who have hundreds of thousands of followers so there's a whole balance there to build and I like your idea here of building up pockets of good people within the community to uh, empower them to continue forward and and make waves and move forward with whatever they have going on which is a I don't know. We need more people like that. I agree with that. That's a that's a something that I'm down with and would like to help out with in the future if possible. Yeah,
1: because representation matters. So exactly. if you know more queer bracket runners, you're going to want to be a bracket runner. If you know if you know more out queer people on the mic, guess what? That tells you that queer people on the mic are a thing and you too can be a queer person on the mic, right? Right? If Nobody. I know,
0: because the problem that the community might see in the last like couple weeks or so is maybe they don't follow Black women in the community, even though oh, they boy. do we, they. Can can hey man, do Black women? Do Black women exist? Let me according
1: you this to the Polygon article, apparently not. So Fuck like, man. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna preface this by saying that like I spoke to I've spoken to the writer, uh, and I. Uh, was not very nice to him because he tried to give me an apology that I didn't accept. Uh, okay. Facts, folks, you don't have to accept apologies. Like that shit that they taught you in elementary school isn't true. If someone like does something, and you don't think that their apology is valid, or you don't think that their apology is like actually gonna go anywhere, guess what? You, you don't. You don't have to accept it.
0: That's fair. Uh, because uh, let's kind of real. And back in
1: this, here. and and, and, and re- in this it case, back. there's a huge problematic. <laughs> So Polygon released an article. Uh, I think I have it still on my computer. I don't because I closed it, so it was making me mad. That's um, fine. But if you I don't... start typing in Polygon, well, I want, I, I want people to just, like, be 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 entirely in the loop. Okay. So that we're all in the same place. So Polygon, the, the 16th, so two days ago, released an article called Black Lives Have Always Mattered in the Fighting Game Community is the headline. And the tagline is, Black leaders in the FGC are pushing for change in their scene and everywhere else, by D'Angelo Epps, who is OK underscore assist on Twitter. Um, this article has a few problems. One, uh, it doesn't really add much to the, the FGC's diverse conversation that you know major non-endemic websites like to do. right? We've seen these articles before in the past. Right. of like in 2014 Polygon did an article very similar to this called How the FGC Roots Grew the Most Racially Diverse Community in Gaming or Why the Fighting Game Community is Colorblind is the title of the article by Mitch Bauman. I actually haven't heard of this dude uh, but it's also like a six year old article. Which um,
0: to like to kind of give like historical like perspective on that Articles like this, and you know, pointing to uh, things like this within the community, can really act as tokenism for people who don't actively support. Like, it's one of those weird things of like, I can say this racist thing because I can point to this and see, see, no, our community is not racist because of this thing that exists. Uh, yeah. So
1: let's let's start from the very, but like let's 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 stay. A little on track for a little bit. Just a little bit. Um,
0: Thanks for helping me run the show, because sometimes I get off the rails.
1: The (laughs) article that this article refers back to, the 2014 one, um, quotes an actual female. Uh, Kanye, right? Uh, Kane, how do you say her name? Kayane. Kayane. Kayane is quoted in this article um, as being a voice of diversity in the airport. In the FTC, I think she's the only female voice that's quoted in this article because it's like Alex Jabaly, her, uh, Alex Vale. Alex Malley is uh, quoted. I'm like scrolling super quick, so if there are people that I miss. I miss them, whatever. Um, Miller, Patrick Miller's, Pat Miller's quoted in this article. So like, it's a pretty diverse bunch, right? Got a bunch of different ethnicities quoted in here. Cool. This article is fine-ish, right? But fast forward, right, to this article, which interviewed, if I understand from the tweets correctly, uh, Major Obama wasn't actually interviewed for this article. His quotes were pulled from a hold back to block documentary.
0: It's really hard right? to talk to people who don't live in the same country as you, Amanda. Come on. You know this. <laughs>
1: But no, I just want to make sure I have this correct, right? Because he was no, you're quoted correct. from yeah. a hold back-to-block interview. The only person who was directly spoken to was Tasty, Steve? Correct. And then everybody else is quoted from their from things that they've already said. Accurate. And other things. So here's some problems with this. One, it ignores that people like uh, uh, Cuddlecore and Alicia have the FTC woke cast. They've spoken a lot about racial disparity in the FTC. Yeah. Um, what was it? Uh, Spaghetti Rip. Even though this isn't Black Lives, Spaghetti Rip has talked about racism towards uh, people of his ethnicity, of Muslim descent, uh, Pakistani, uh, Indian descent in the FTC, right? And yeah. so this, like... You could, this, talk, to, this, you this, could like, talk to Ryan...
0: There's so many more people, though. Ryan Hart
1: has said some stuff, right? So you can talk
0: to Sinipai, who's I mean, a Smash community, but like she's been extremely vocal about uh, black people within, like, in general, uh, and like the history of all that shit, which I've been like incredibly impressed by. Uh, So,
1: like, let's be completely Princess
0: Princess Slim.
1: Princess Slim has talked about it. So, like, let's be completely visible, right? Let's be transparent as fuck. The premise of this article is pretty poor.
0: Purple Sharpie.
1: Right. So the, the general premise of this article is uh, not great because it, it it sort of rose-tinted glasses, uh, you know, the things that go on in the FGC. You know, we talk about this a lot for, you know, the arcade era that, like, we look at it as, like, this much better time than it actually was. Right. Um and you know, we, we've been sort of holding people's feet to the fire about that lately, I think.
0: About no, I mean, it's all about you gotta show up and fight like it's all about but you no, just like, show like, up and fight, right? And then the best person wins and it's all um fucking what's the word for it? Uh um Ah fuck. I've lost the thread on that. My no, mind I, broke. Okay. But it's not it's super not that, by the way. Like right.
1: <laughs> So let's let's first talk about a few things about this article, and yeah. this this is some stuff that I said to DeAngelo. One, he's not new. So a lot of people have been putting this out there that he's like a young writer and he's new to, to 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 writing and he's new to the FTC. That's not true. He's he is young, but he's not new to writing and he's not new to the FTC. He literally did a smash interview with Anti back in twenty eighteen. Like. If you go to his portfolio, he's been writing. So he both helps with the PG stats for Dragon Ball articles. Mm-hmm. And he's been interviewing people uh, in the FTC for as for about two years now. Uh, he did a bunch of SFL articles. Um, he's interviewed Lost Soul at EVO, right? He, like, he's not new. So, like, there was a bunch of people that came out defending him, like, oh, well, he's, like, new to fighting games. He's not, though. Fair. Right? He's a fighting game fan, and he's been a fighting game fan. Um, He's got, like, and sure, people would say, well, you know, it's only two years. Let's Let's be real. People don't just, like, randomly decide to write about fighting games. You don't just go, man, fighting games is the hot ticket for me. Right. right. Like I was following fighting games for years before I wrote my first art fighting game article. So like I'm going to make a logic leap that like he's at least just like a dude that likes watching fighting games. Right. Right. So
0: we've talked about this on the show t- before. T- Ain't no fucking money here. So like it's not.
1: Yeah. So like if <laughs> he knows that. who Tasty Steve and Majin Obama is, I find it like really hard to believe he doesn't know who Cuddle 4 is.
0: Yeah. That's very true. I mean right. both of those people that you named have talked about Cuddlecore. Like
1: Right. So their like let's start shows there. Up. Um and if like he's watched a Hold back to block documentary, that means that he probably watched the one with Nyx. With Nyx Rose, Emily. Yeah. And aren't there black people on Equinox?
0: It there's a lot. Aren't there in black fact.
1: women on Equinox? Uh besides Cuddle, there's Anna, right?
0: Yeah. Very so, true.
1: So like Let's let's not give to people. Let's not give people too much undue uh, rope to hang themselves with. Fair. So, like this idea that like he's just this unaware person is like pretty hard to believe, right? If you've been writing about fighting games for two years and you watched the Hold Back to Block documentary, I doubt you haven't watched other ones. That's number one. Number two. Uh, he says that like he, this is the first time he's done an article of this scope. Like I'm going to tear this apart as a journalism professor, right? I'm not going to tear this apart from like the FGC perspective. If, if I went to like, if my student showed me this and I saw no female voices, I would be like, my first thing that I would have said to him is, Hey, do women not play fighting games? To which. He would have to reply, no, they do. And I would say, all right, well, are there no female leaders in fighting games that are black? And I'm going to be real. If you don't know the Purple Sharpie, Alicia, Cuddlecore, the Icy Glaceon, Reina, Aziza, who owns a fucking team, um, maybe you're like not fighting game correctly. <laughs>
0: I like how you forwarded that. Maybe you're not doing it right,
1: because maybe you're not. They're there. Right, They're no, vocal. Let's, let's be real. Like, how do you not see Sharpie? She's literally been on, like, Yikes show. That's
0: true. That's true.
1: Right. Like, how do you just like miss? How you that?
0: not see that? How you miss that? She's the like, because well, maybe. Maybe so like I can
1: understand maybe not knowing the icy glacial. I can understand not knowing Reyna. I mean like Aziza talks a lot about like how people know who Gur is but they don't know he's on dynamic focus. So like might, I get it.
0: He might I have m- muted the word skullgirls, in which case you would never see a single sharpie, sharpie tweet. Is the thing. But do
1: you know what I mean? Do you see where I'm trying to come from? Like I get it. I get it. I I um. People, they're out there.
0: Like that's the thing. It's, it's the,
1: not. It's not hard to see them. No. Right? Like, and if you're following Majin Obama and Tasty Steve and the other dude that's quoted because he did a video... Because there's there's two videos that he quotes. One is Breaking the Black Stereotype and Racism in the FTC. It's done by King J. And then there's, um, How We Can Help Black Lives Matter. And that's... Uh, I'm gonna turn this video on for a second. Oh, it's Kitana Prime! How do you... how do you know about Kitana Prime, but you don't know about... Yo, what? What I know KP's retweeted Sherpie. For a fact.
0: That's I don't know uh, nothing about
1: King J. No, so like Here's, let's, here's let's, the thing Let me get on track. Let's let me get back. Let me get on a real track. Which because is the people who have a problem with yeah. doing an article like this and not mentioning black women. You got one shot when you do articles like this. One. Because they're not
0: they're not coming out every month. This is not an every not, month thing.
1: His 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 apology is like, well, I'm gonna make sure that you know I keep doing future articles about women and trans women in the FTC. I'm gonna be real with you. If he writes another article about the FTC for Polygon that's as air quotes big of scope as this, and it's about trans and trans women and trans people and women in the FTC, and it comes out in five months, I'll be fucking shocked.
0: Yeah, honestly, that's
1: and That's the harmful thing This yeah. is a lightning in a bottle type of article Where like, it's during Black Lives Matter It's during, it's, well I shouldn't say During Black Lives Matter, like that's like A one time thing, but this is sort of the What I would call like an apex Of that conversation
0: A lot of people who historically have not given a fuck Have just Found out that, that maybe they should give a fuck And therefore it's pulling in Readers, let's say
1: Thank you So like, my problem is, is that like you had the opportunity and this is something that me and June uh, said to him, which is you had the opportunity to do something extremely great and meaningful and you dropped the ball really hard because we, as the FTC, even though we want to say, oh, well, everybody knows, well, here's a guy who's apparently FTC and like, didn't know or didn't choose to. And at some point. You know, somebody said to me when I was talking about this article, well, like, the, the true homies know. I don't need the true homies to know. They're not the ones that get me jobs most of the time.
0: Yeah, that's something that I wanted to kind of bring up here, because specifically— If I'm not
1: mentioned in an article like this, like, that's a whole bunch of eyeballs. Yeah. That just is... aren't going to happen. This is And, like, I love J.C. Steve, and I love Majin Obama but they're not hurting
0: for bread. Also not saying that they don't deserve to be covered. This is like a, this is not a, a find and replace situation. This is a, no, 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 no. Them. I don't, this not, is a them. And honestly, I because there are what I said better. No, no, no um, I, 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 We understand there's the, yes, that is also true, but also this could have been much bigger in scope. Uh, and, and it, did, it doesn't seem like the retort from him was that, oh, that had to get edited out for time. I couldn't include so five people. I, I had this, to include this he many.
1: Probably, he probably submitted this before Transitional Combat wrapped.
0: But he didn't However, for before
1: CuddleCore's event. <laughs> but like Course event happened and FGC Worldcast happens. And um, my event wasn't... News. It's not like your charity where you like flashed it on people. My shit had like ramp up time, right? Like it didn't just come here. Um, And so
0: that's that's
1: that's like a big issue I have with this article is that like, cool. I'm so glad that he brings up that Kitama raised twenty k. I'm so glad that he brings up that Eli Joel raised five k. I'm so glad that he brings up that you raised seventeen k. God damn, you beat me. Um... Sorry. (laughs) Also,
0: I like to be clear. (laughs) Here's like another thing, which I'm going to bring up every time that people bring up like the when people say you raise. I'm like, no, listen, like I put like very little effort into it. This is a wee thing where everybody it was just like the first one to take advantage of this lightning in a bottle situation where people were hurting and people wanted to give. Right. Just giving people that platform to. I mean, that's what I say
1: to other people, too. Lately, yeah. because a bunch of people have been saying to me on Twitter that, like, what the fuck do I bring to the table? I have been a little bit more boisterous. But, like, before before the other day on Twitter, I was just being like, oh, I didn't raise 10K yeah. like my team and, like, everybody else did. And then a lot of people's counterpoint to that, and I want you to hear this, too, because it matters, um, is that, like, would this have happened without you?
0: Yeah. My my but, tournament takes place on Monday, whereas the big no, tournaments you know take I mean, place on Wednesdays. I don't know. Do you know what
1: I, do you know what I mean? though? No, like, I
0: feel I feel it. I feel it.
1: We made the this like not, and like I said, this isn't to say like we're so great, but like we made the decision to do something that other. I mean, granted, other people did BLM tournaments, but no one's done a trans life tournament, So whatever.
0: That's true. Um, that is true. But,
1: so that that that's important to note. Um, my other really big problem with this article beyond the lack of female representation, is trans representation in the FGC is pretty whack, Um, right? And the way trans people in the FGC are treated is not great. So in your growing pain section of the FGC, and you say issues like transphobia, misogyny, and harassment rearing the ugly heads of the community at times, and the only trans representation you have is the Sero slash LTG incident, it it continues this perpetuation of negative light towards trans people in the FGC.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And like, maybe you didn't know about me. Sure. Fine. Fuck it. Whatever. Like, I'm not important. I get it. But you don't know Sonic Fox. You could have even just said good shit about sonic fox like it's not hard right <laughs> they've done charity events they've done 24-hour charity streams they they've won five and like some people are like well why would you get mentioned in the article you've never won anything i mean neither has majin obama and tasty steve but that didn't stop that guy but like sonic fox won five evos fair so like, what's what, what's your next excuse
0: that's always my my favorite line of someone of like you need to win something. Like-
1: Sonic Fox has more Twitter followers like oh visibility. Sonic Fox has more Twitter followers than both of those two put together.
0: Dude won a wait, uh, esports award. Which wait, dude won wait, an wait, esports award?
1: I love Majin. This is not a, a takeaway. This is not overshadowing no. things they did. But when like these fucking jimmies on the internet want to be like oh well like they haven't like you haven't won a tournament so why would you get quoted? Okay, tell me the major that's that that Tasty Steve one. Tell me the major Majin is one. Okay. Visibility. One person. Let me I'm, look I'm, look at me. I'm at I'm at my computer at the moment because we're recording a podcast. Let's just click on Sonic Fox. One person has oh, that's Sonic the Hedgehog. One second. I was about to say, about to say How many majors ass. Has
0: Sonic the Hedgehog won? He no. bodied I remember no. when when, he, when Sonic Bodied Eggman Evo uh, yeah. 20 oh, It was 09 <laughs> It was It was One hot
1: person has a quarter of a million Twitter followers The other two have Have 30 Have 40k put together Right? Like so let's not try and make it about visibility True Right? Like so So like what you
0: couldn't have asked for. Here? You couldn't have reached for a quote.
1: And if you couldn't, it's not like you can't just list shit that he's that they've done, right? Right. You didn't ask Majin Obama for for a quote. <laughs> let's let's be honest.
0: That's true. They, did, they didn't even list. Him. They didn't even list him as a player. They were like, and you know, occasional like, <laughs> he got right. he got a so, little like, my, mad my about that. Rightfully with so. My problem
1: with like this is that. If you know anything about, and the problem that like, I have with the community, and I've said this before, is that they don't understand how content works. And people being really happy about an article like this don't realize how fucking lazy it is.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Whether or not D'Angelo pitched this. So one, D'Angelo couldn't have pitched this a month ago, right? Because the protests literally have only been going on for what, 18 days? So, like, God, the has, annual, it o-
0: has it only been 18? To- I feel like it's been three months, but I know it's not been three months, but it feels that way. Time. So,
1: let's, so like, you're, right. you're about right. Well, one, they mentioned your tournament, which was what, June 1st? The 17,000. Uh, was that the tournament tournament? Uh, let's
0: just say, yeah. I don't remember how time works, but yeah, I was not reached out for a put. I, yeah, I don't think
1: it was June 8th. I don't think it was no. the same week as as Transitional Combat. Let me look it up, but go ahead, make your point. Is that you you started writing this roughly a week ago? You you had to have been writing this article starting June first. There is no way between June first and let's generously write It was
0: June. It was June 1st. Okay. Yeah.
1: So let's let's let me try and figure something out. Because I want to know, do you have any idea when Kitama's tournament was
0: i don't i'd have to look that up real quick hold on
1: uh let's click on li joe's though twitter okay so li joe's was june 4th um and then let me click on the nrs one june 7th so he was at least writing his article since june 7th at like the earliest estimation right Majin obama raised three thousand dollars what day was that Okay, cool. So, the latest tournament that I can find listed in his article was June 7th. You probably pitched this article before June 7th. You probably pitched this article, you might have, but maybe you did pitch it on June 7th. Let's say that like on June 7th, you were like, holy shit, the FGC is really coming out there for Black Lives Matter. Let's reach out to them. Let's reach out to Polygon, because he hasn't written for them before, so let's say this is his first pitch. And they were like, yes, write this article. Your article came out on June 16th, so nine days later, which means that you probably submitted it generously seven days after you pitched it. June 14th, you submitted it. It went through some rewrites. That's the generous, that's the like really generous latest I could see him submitting the article and it going up for a major Mm -hmm. publication. So you wrote this in seven days. And you only spoke to Tasty Steve?
0: That's... I don't write articles, but I realize that's fucked up.
1: Generously, I'm giving him the maximum amount of time that he probably wrote this, meaning that he started it after the NRS community raised $7,000, which happened on June 7th, right? Remember, I'm giving him a ton of generous leeway here. That he pitched and started writing this cop... Which isn't possible. No, I'm actually being too generous. He probably pitched this on the 8th. So, like, he pitched this on the 8th, and it went up 10 days later. Meaning he pitched it, which doesn't mean he wrote it, guys. It means he started the pitching process, which means you give them a general idea as to what you want your article to be. They say yes or no. You start writing it. So he wrote this in, like, five days, give or take. And maybe he's going to hear this, and he's going to come on and be like, no, I've been working on this since the 1st. Cool. I don't believe it, but cool. You only spoke to one fucking person.
0: It's a bit lazy. I'm gonna be honest with you. That doesn't if sound I very good.
1: E L M plus F G C into Twitter. Let's see. Well, B L M is probably real bad because everybody's got B L M in their thing.
0: Yeah. No, you have if to like I type I would, in. You have to type in Black Lives Matter. Actually, I do. I, I want to journey. give. I want to give you another good like thing to bounce that off of. I want to give a, a good example. Let's like let's let's show like the the lighter side of things, right? Of EQNX wrote an article. People might not know this because like it's people don't go to EQNX, uh Equinox GG for articles, maybe, but they did write an article uh, called "The Good Fight" charity events in the FGC, which covered a lot of the. Uh, Black Lives Matter charity events that have gone on over the last couple weeks. Anyway, uh, I was reached out to on the 7th uh, for a quote. It was the morning of the 7th. I provided a quote the evening of the 7th. you're on. You're in that article, by the way. It was. I knew that this article existed on the seventh. It was released on the eighth, uh, and it pulls quotes from numerous people. It has you involved. It has Kiki involved. So it has a uh, a wider variety of of representation. So nobody. Uh,
1: there aren't as many people quoted in this, uh, but sure. it does mention a, a wider. So here's my thing, right? Oh, you're the guy from Corona. Ronan Webb was quoted and you're quoted. So that's two people that were reached out for for comment.
0: Right? Granted, this was a day's worth of time. This is a day, which is not, this is different. This is a different thing because it's like their own website. They don't have like editors here or whatever. Like probably, I don't know, right? But it's not Polygon, let's say, which has a lot more hoops that you have to jump through for an article to be okayed or to but be published. But you're just
1: proving my point. An article written in a day reached out to two two people, you reached out to one. Like, this is my problem. And, like, I'm not saying he's a bad journalist. I'm not saying he's a bad writer. But, like, his excuse of, this is my first time doing something at this scope. Well, my dude, like, you you literally reached out to only one. And maybe he, like, secretly reached out to a ton of people and only TCC got back. But you still only reached out to one. Like, it's all dudes. Right? Like, Kiki raised an event I, Kiki is not a big, like, she raised $5,000 for St. Jude's, right? No, so $2,500 in May. And it's like, even though that this isn't Black Lives Matter, because it's St. Jude's, you could have reached out to her in your your FGC Gives Back section. You could have been like, hey, Kiki, are you doing it? I heard that you raised $2,500 for St. Jude's. You plan on doing any BLM charities, Right. Um, Is your team
0: doing anything? Like you could even say that because he's part of a team.
1: But the the, the, problem is, and like I need those of you listening to understand the words that are coming out of my mouth. So maybe you all need to take a deep breath, drink some water, you know, turn up your headphones, maybe put your headphones on so you can hear me clearly without distraction. You know, turn off your second monitor, pay attention to the words, that are literally coming out of my mouth right now. Black women exist. And we do things in this community. And maybe you have some feelings like, oh man, but they don't win tournaments. 92% of y'all don't win shit either. So maybe instead of worrying about who wins what, let's remember that... As a grassroots scene that you like to remind everybody else about, there is more to being part of the fighting game community than playing and winning in tournaments. And the voices of those who do the other 80% of shit that goes on in the fighting game tournament, like bracket running, like being a TO, like being involved in the broadcast, like being on the broadcast like making sure that shit gets done, like owning a team, y'all love UIU so much, oh shit, it's owned by a woman, y'all love Equinox so much, oh shit, that's one run by a woman too. Maybe in that world, where we already know that women do a bunch of shit for the FGC, maybe we could very easily acknowledge the accomplishments and the things that women do in the FGC specifically the things that Black women do in the FGC. And when every article about the FGC only focuses on the voices of men, it tells the rest of the world that only men are involved in the FGC. Similarly, the way that we understand how representation works, right? We all grew up watching TV where the only time we saw black people on the screen was when they were robbing stores or working as janitors or being thugs. And that's why we all thought the Cosby show was dope because Dr. Huskable was a fucking doctor and not a thug and wasn't living down in the ghetto and had a brownstone. And we all thought that was aspirational as shit. So maybe when we show other people that women exist in the space, maybe that tells a bunch of women that our space isn't a piece of shit. But since we don't seem to like to highlight women in the FGC, maybe y'all should stop telling us that the FGC isn't a piece of shit.
0: I got a man spicy, you guys, I did it. We did it. (laughs) We got spicy Stevens on the mic.
1: And maybe y'all didn't hear that, so maybe you have to like rewind five minutes to like hear it again. But y'all need to understand something. When you consistently tell women in the scene that, like, we're exaggerating the problems, the very basic problem of acknowledging our existence in the scene is perpetually happening. Yeah. Right in front of you, right?
0: This this could have, this, this was a layup this was such a huge platform to have highlighted so many voices within the community to show actual diversity and yet such a swing and a miss and it's I'm glad that we've addressed that and I'm glad that uh, people like yourself uh, people like Junae have talked out about this Uh, I don't know if Cuddlecore said anything about this as well but
1: she she didn't quote the article directly but she talked about it Right. Cuddle isn't you know, is an aim high kind of person.
0: She's diplomatic. I, I'll respect I, her for I that. I
1: sometimes choose to aim low.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, Understandable. <laughs> Some, sometimes.
1: Like, because like I get, I'm, uh, and I've talked to you about this at length, both on the show the last time, and in yeah. general, the FGC likes to pretend that there are no problems, just like every other gaming community. Right. But every time women talk about shit, y'all like, nah, y'all just overreacting. Y'all, we, we know y'all do shit. We know y'all are great.
0: Cause that, That actually kind of ties into,
1: but then physically, an article written by somebody who is FGC, right? He's not some guy who writes for Polygon day in and day out, and like,
0: he's not a staff writer.
1: Yeah, right. He's 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 a freelancer who has written other FGC articles, so you can make the assumption that he likes fighting games and is a part of our community. So if someone a part of our community doesn't even fucking get it right, like, is is, is, does he just not exist too? Oh no, it's just this dude. It doesn't matter, right? Hey, wait. wait. So then, point me the like event hub article. Point yeah. me. Point me the top tier G. Actually, I shouldn't call it top tier out. They like interview a lot of women. I'm sorry, yeah. top tier. You're right. You now nah, Top
0: have- <laughs> top tiers. There's some real ones out there. Don't worry about top All tier.
1: Right, whoops. Sorry, top tier. Man, you
0: almost know. you almost threw some heat there. Yeah, it kind of spill over, man. <laughs>
1: that was Yo, quite... damage is a real thing
0: for real, for real.
1: But like, <laughs> where's the event hubs article? Right? Yeah. We are we are one week from transitional combat. Where's the event hubs article? Right? So, where's where, where's the it article? It's Pride where, month. Where, Picking up where this polygon article fucked up and been like putting out an open call to talk to black women in the FGC. Where's a pride article? Yeah, As you said,
0: it's, it's like, Pride Month. What?
1: There's nothing. <laughs> like, like, that's that's the thing. Y'all say that the actual FGC is better. And you know, y'all like to talk shit about event hubs, but like y'all don't read anywhere else. All right, where's the Shuriken article? Or, or are we going to talk shit about Shuriken now too? They right, don't where's understand. the
0: SRK article? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That, that shit's like donation based They don't, that's not a thing anymore Don't worry about that where's, But event hubs, you're right
1: Right, where's where's I, I I don't, I didn't hear any I mean like we'll give it a week, right? Let's wait, let's wait But like I'll, I challenge I challenge The Tuesday show to say something
0: Yeah, no I, I challenge The
1: Matrix's show to say something
0: uh, That's yeah, I challenge that's true.
1: best of five.
0: That's a good one.
1: Right? And I love some of the people on those shows. But let's see. Let's see what happens. Another thing but I'll tell I... you something. Shit probably won't happen. And if it does, I, you're going to have to ask yourself was something said because somebody got super loud about it. Something it's like that... I said to a friend of mine. Because she was like, well, oh, how come you haven't like you should go out and tell these people to write about transitional combat. Well, here's the thing, Ed from, you know, the crew for, uh, for Resist the Iron Fist, he, he told me in my thread complaining about what was going on with that Polygon article, told me that two people had reached out to him to talk about his tournament. Ain't nobody reached out to me. So why do I have to go and promote myself When charity tournaments that raise less money than me, not Resist iron Fist, but other ones, have people promoting them. Again, FGC, stop pretending like y'all don't have a problem. Just stop.
0: I do want to bring up one thing real quick, just something to reflect on is that your I love your anger I love how mad you're getting because it it is all justified you've been put in a spot but also I want to put a challenge to the listeners that if you think this comes across as this is just an angry black woman let me shut you up and just say that Black women have, they've got a right to be angry. This was something that, I, I mean, I don't have the right to speak on because
1: I'm... Dying well, I mean, you him. can look at a bunch of black women on Twitter from the FGC. I wasn't the only one that was mad. Yes. Right? I on was mad. Reyna was mad. Aziza was mad. Cuddlecore was mad. Bay was mad. Yeah. And, uh, and- Nick Rose was mad for us. Carolyn Mama Dow was mad for us. Right? Like, this isn't just black women saying, hey, this is fucked up. This was a bunch of women in the FTC saying, yo, this is, like, enough.
0: Yeah, it's something that, I don't know, It. I'm glad that there is this, this kind of vocalizing of the issue. Uh, to get that out there for people who might not understand it or might not have ever been faced with an un- like having to understand it before. Because uh, something about, I don't know, I like to think that the people who listen to this show are genuinely people who probably already understood this problem. And if they haven't already, then they're they're probably coming on the side of, hey, something needs to be done. But let's say... Let's say that, Amanda, we're talking to someone here who who doesn't understand the issue and thinks, oh, you're just getting riled up because someone didn't write an article about you, like, just, like, buck up and, and shut up. Don't worry about it. It's a good article. Fuck off. Let's say that there's someone who's like that that's listening. There's... What I've been trying to think in my mind of a way to explain to a person like that of like, no, like I understand that you think that the FGC is good and you can point to X, Y, Z and say, look at all this diversity that we have. We're great. When in all actuality, you can point to, oh, no, look at the lives of these real people who are out there living, doing work and putting in way more work. To get just a fraction of the coverage, like I'll
1: put it this way, right, right. Let's just let's just let's just look at it pound for pound, low for blow, right. Someone on Twitter asked me, "What do I bring to the table?" Right, what have I accomplished? Uh, and that's fine. I'm cool with that. Like I said, I get it. Y'all think I'm only esports, even though I've been predominantly doing FGC content for the last three years fucking did the Red Bull Conquest tour for Red Bull. But, like, shit, it's not about me. Cool. Somebody said, huh, how come nobody's ever mentioned you in the FGC before? This person literally follows Sabin, Justin Wong, Alex Myers, uh... Ultra David and James 10. If they follow me,
0: if they follow me, I'd be upset about
1: that. (laughs) There's there's an actual point to this statement. That's five people. Why did I pick these five people? Justin Wong was on the neutral this month, was this year, literally last month. Alex Myers was on the neutral last month. Ultra David was on the neutral last last month. Saban literally ran my stream and tweeted out my event. Multiple times for the last two weeks. Who's that other name I had? Oh, James Chen. Not only has been on my show this month, well, this year, my dude has is literally on my reference card on my Twitter, and I've interviewed him three times in the last four years. Actually, no, it's four times in four years. Imagine what it feels like as a human being who makes content and tries to do dope shit in the fgc being told that people literally don't talk about you when they literally follow people who do this is about the first time ultra david has retweeted one of my projects he literally because i asked him because i'm a i, I i'm, I'm a shameless plug person he has literally retweeted every episode of The Neutral. James Shen has retweeted a large number of episodes of The Neutral. Same for Alex Myers. Follow Sherry Jennex. She tweets, retweets a lot of my shit. Oh, yeah, and I do shit for E-Fight Pass sometimes. That's what women in the see feel like all the time. People pretend that we don't exist when you little jimmies out there, you Oongamonga motherfuckers, Literally follow people that acknowledge our existence.
0: I think a, a solution to that, and I've been saying this for a while, is that if you don't follow women's voices or people who don't look, people who don't look like you, if you don't follow those people, you're less likely to hear those people. And hear the specific opinions of those people, or hear the nuanced arguments that those people are are willing to make and put forward. And you I stay what you're saying? I, I'm playing
1: I'm playing the I'm, advocate. I'm not gonna let you play devil's advocate, man. Right? I've, I've tweeted out a great fake magazine cover for this. These people <laughs> literally say that they never hear people talk about us when they literally follow people that talk about us. And so the problem isn't that like they don't follow people. The problem is that they care so much about, care so little about women voices that they just tune out anything about them.
0: That's true.
1: And so that's why I want to do the shit I want to do with the transitional combat server, is so that eventually I will empower enough LGBT people, enough marginalized people, enough women, to the point where if you just are gonna tune us out, well, then you're just not gonna do anything. You're not gonna know about Combo Breaker. You're not gonna know about CEO. You're not gonna know about uh, online locals because the only people that are gonna be talking about them and running them are gonna be women and queer people. And I guess if you just like have some like auditory deformity where you just don't hear our voices, then you're just not gonna hear about shit. And then you're not gonna matter, Jimmy. I mean, you don't already, but now you're just not going to matter even more. And that's sad. And I feel bad for you. Maybe you should drown in pools less or something, and I'll hear about you.
0: <laughs> oh, Amanda, I love you. I love you, and I'm I'm glad you brought that heat where I could not. Uh, I lo- I'm, I'm way too, I'm too soft. I give people the benefit of the doubt, but you're right. There See, is there's that ignorant. I don't
1: care how it, how <laughs> what happens. So like, I'll say whatever
0: the fuck I Oh, that's true. Well, we regardless,
1: we're gonna listen to this two-hour fucking mess. So like, that's,
0: we're gonna keep it to an hour and a half. We can close in the next five minutes. I think.
1: is like i can be a lot spicier on this and i can be like on my twitter on my that's on my own stuff because like i i got sponsors look
0: that's fair that's fair we ain't got no sponsors i ain't following that money you don't see me pushing that me you're not wearing you're not wearing my undies you're not you're not get you're not gonna get quipped i'm not gonna tell you to brush your teeth brush your teeth motherfucker i went to the dentist the other day Wash your damn hands. Actually, brush your teeth, and probably you want to floss too. Uh, I got a cavity. Pokemon, oh, on, back. go to the dentist. Yeah, <laughs> motherfuckers going to the dentist and all that shit. Uh, Yo, I
1: had a cavity. I got a root canal. That shit's. That was know, one Mike of the reasons.
0: To, that was one of the reasons why I didn't talk to you last week because there was way too much on your plate to like have you. On. I was like, Saint Cole, he ain't doing shit. I'll talk to him. Uh, then I'll talk yeah, to, to you the, the week a after. Real uh, yeah, because I was like, you, like fucking got a root canal yesterday. I'm not gonna talk to you the day after. You probably got like, I don't know how root canals work. I've never had one, but in my mind, you just had a bunch bad. of.
1: My face was just really numb. But yeah. I'll, I'll end on a positive note, before we go into like the usual end, is that like I'm impressed with y'all. Y'all raised a like generously speaking. We've probably raised as a community the nebulous fighting game community. We'll call it. We probably raised like a quarter of a million dollars. We probably added everybody's stream, all the big tournaments. Like we, we have twenty five thousand dollars. No, forty five thousand. Because what? Resist the Iron Fist race, like thirty five k.
0: Yeah, something like it. So I like say, between yeah.
1: between between Resist the Iron Fist, transitional combat, um, Kitama's event, and just Super Joe Mondays event. We raise a hundred grand for charity.
0: I also know that Matrino, in general, not including your event, has raised within the last two weeks something like sixty thousand. Just like like charity events run on Matrino, so that's like.
1: So like y'all give yourselves a pat on the back.
0: People y'all, showed up. Y'all
1: doing good shit. Y'all showing up for your community. You know, like Saint Colin said, if the government's not going to show up for us, then we got to show up for each other. And so y'all have been. But like. Take that, t- take that moment, Jimmy. Take your hands off the controller, pat yourself <laughs> on the back. Good shit. Guess what? There's more work to do. Indeed. Keep doing more shit. And guess what? If y'all don't like the heat that I'm bringing, then be better. It's like I said earlier in the podcast, you don't like the shit I do. Match me, bet. I'm <laughs> okay. something better, be greater. <laughs>
0: It's really funny to me because people will never hear it. But before we started recording, you were like, "I'm feeling good. This is a good week. I'm very positive." And then, <laughs> just it was a slow boil.
1: There's something <laughs> about being on RSF Radio that brings the spice out of me.
0: <laughs> oh, it's the it's like a frog in boil. You don't know that it's coming until you know that flavor hits, and you just get punched in the mouth. I love it. I love.
1: It. Like, Joe talks to me on the regular. I'm not like this all the time. No. No, you're only su- to My RSF radio appearances. I'll think I was Stephen A. Smith or something. <laughs> I'll just disappointed people all the damn time.
0: Oh, I fucking love Stephen A. Smith. Anyway, <laughs> check this uh, shit uh, yeah.
1: out. Hey, Super Joe Monday, where can they find you on the internet?
0: Oh, I think five could if you fucking run a mile of the show, goddammit. it uh, at Super joe Monday or at Reddit SF on twitter.com. Amanda Stevens, where can people find you?
1: Amanda <laughs> e. Stevens. That's my Twitter. Uh Sage Gnosis S-A-G-E-G-N-O-S-I-S. Cause I know Jimmy doesn't know anything about Greek. Um, that's where you can find me. The Sage Gnosis, that's where you can find me on Discord, YouTube, Instagram. I'm not really on there, but you can type it in anyway. But yeah, YouTube is where you can find uh, The Neutral. Like I said, it's coming back one day, probably July. Who fucking knows? Right. Um, it's a it's a talk show about people who love the FTC, but we don't really talk about fighting games all the time. Me and Justin Wong talked about egg sandwiches. Me and Justin Wong and me and Tempest Rob both talked about egg sandwiches for like 20 minutes on two separate episodes. So like, and we talked about dessert tier list on the Justin Long episode.
0: His man, his opinions of shit is so whack. I can't I just can't with that motherfucker. I can't. He's Fair. He's one of the best fighting game players of all time, and I just cannot with that motherfucker's opinions of t- like his real tastes. Quick,
1: real quick. S tier soda is? What's your S tier soda?
0: Oh, see I just I'm fucking worried. S tier soda so, just coke, give me a raw Coca-Cola, straight up coke.
1: Man, why am I on this fucking podcast, folks? If you don't like cream soda, then
0: cream soda is good. You can give me like a Jones so, like that's good. St. I don't know. Like I, I don't really drink a lot of soda. Let's put it that way. Uh, I mean, I'd put St. Actually, like a good like Jones soda, like Jones yeah. cream soda is like top tier. Jones soda in general make a lot of good flavors. They also make some fucked up flavors. But like the, when I'm like, if I were to like rank brands of soda it's like they're they're pretty high
1: on my list Uh, see i can't see listeners i can be fun and and not make fun of you jimmy i can i can i can do it all
0: like jones soda root beer is really good i like a good root beer there's some good root beers there's also like not good root beers out there like i don't like a mug root beer i don't like barks root beer though i'll go barks
1: barks Uh, is pretty good i all right um, Mug, I always I like mug is it's like my childhood root beer. Like my mom would sometimes put a can of mug root beer in my lunchbox. It's fair. So it's like, it, it's more about like nostalgia than it is the taste.
0: I feel that. I feel that. But also like, I don't know. Orange sodas are good. Like I like orange soda a lot. I haven't had yeah, an orange. It's
1: a bad orange soda. Yeah, yeah.
0: They all kind of have the same... Fl- like, you're right. They're all I've kind had, of like...
1: I've had different grape sodas in my life, and they all taste differently, but, like, I've never tasted an orange soda and been like, oh, is that... I've never been like, yo, blind test ta- taste test. Oh, man, I can tell the difference between C- Crush and Fanta. No, I don't know the difference. All orange soda, it's all great. We should end the show, though.
0: <laughs> nah, that's fair. But I will also say S-tier only when I'm on an airplane... I always get ginger ale. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about being on an airplane. It's always ginger ale.
1: It's not like you're going to be on an airplane again, though, so you won't have to worry about it. Oh, fuck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the dark time's coming. Oh, shit. All Sorry, right. to,
1: be, I had to be negative again.
0: <laughs> That's a show. That's a wrap. <laughs> cut cut it's all over uh, that was a good show thank you again uh, it was a pleasure talking to you Amanda thank you very much especially on for coming on the show to talk about the wrap up trans lifeline again even though the event is over if that is a charity you want to donate towards trans lifeline is a phenomenal resource for tons of people uh, who are uh, impacted uh, like just for just b- being a trans person right like it's it's fucked up out there. So show a little love out there for the world and show the world that we're a better place. But anyway, that's a show. We catch a show usually every Thursday. Don't forget about the tournaments on Mondays on the East Coast, Fridays on the West Coast. That's going to do it. Until next time, folks, take care. Peace.